emanating from www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash thinking out loud radio. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast for this show on iTunes, Google Play Music, and TuneIn. So excited as I usually am that you decided to t- tune in to this special edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Follow us on Twitter at TOL Radio Show and Instagram at the TOL Radio Show and like our Facebook fan page. Featuring author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Minutes. It's Meet the Candidates Month every Tuesday in October. This is the month where local politics takes center stage on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Every Tuesday during the month of October, listen to radio show host Michael Nemes interview the major candidates in this upcoming November election. In order to truly move Michigan forward, we have to transform our value of education and provide quality education, academic accountability for all children. This Tuesday, October 17th at 8 p.m. on blogtalkradio.com forward slash thinking out loud radio, Michael Nemitz talks to State Representative Sherry Gay Dagnago. This is definitely an interview you don't want to miss. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Welcome back to another edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And I'm your host, author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nemens. This is the show where we're giving voice to issues that matter to you. And we thank you so much for joining us on yet another edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. As you know, during the month of October, it's Meet the Candidates Month, and we have honored guest State Representative Sherry Gay Dagnago on our show on tonight. We're so happy that she's consented to interview with us on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We had a great interview with her earlier and we're going to be airing a portion of that interview on our show in just a few minutes. After Representative Sherry Dagnago's interview, we're going to get into our question of the week, which is, do you see the NFL protests that have been taking place where players are taking a knee, the NFL owners' comments about players standing and not standing, ultimately ending, yielding any of its expressed objectives, which is real changes in the criminal justice system as it relates to the problem of police brutality as well as shedding more light and giving more attention to some of the other minority injustices in this country. Yeah, this is definitely a loaded question in light 
of Dallas Cowboy owner Jerry Jones's comments, NFL players across the league taking a knee, and how these NFL player protests have spilled over into other aspects of American life. We plan to discuss even a couple instances where youth in school have faced some harsh repercussions from sitting during the Pledge of Allegiance. There's also a great article from the Washington Post I want to discuss related to this as well. Let me tell you, you're in for another great show on tonight. Well, uh, unfortunately, though, we're not live as we usually are uh, at 8 p.m. on our Facebook fan page. We're not streaming the show live on tonight, so you won't see us there on our Facebook fan page. But we want to get your comments and feedback just the same. Feel free to go to our website at www.michaelnemons.org and click on the TOL radio show link. And select today's show entitled Meet the Candidates featuring State Representative Sherry Dagnago and leave a comment there about tonight's show. Or you can just go to our Thinking Out Loud fan page and post a comment there regarding this tonight's show as well. Either way is certainly fine, but we want to hear from you. We want to get your feedback and your thoughts on tonight's show. I'm telling you, it's going to be a great, great show. Remember to follow all of our social media accounts for the show on Twitter at TOL Radio Show, on Instagram at the TOL Radio Show, and on our Facebook fan page at facebook.com forward slash thinking out loud radio. We're continuing to see our likes go up. Let's continue that trend. Tell somebody about what's going on on the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. It is definitely much appreciated. In this week's current events segment, according to the Los Angeles Times, former San Francisco 49ers quarterback Colin Kaepernick files a grievance against the NFL for collusion, alleging that he remains unsigned as a result of collusion by owners following his protest during the national anthem. It has been approximately 10 months since Kaepernick's last game under center in the NFL, and he has still not found himself an NFL job. Kaepernick is credited as being the first to take a knee during the national anthem to bring attention to the rising problem of police brutality and other minority injustices in this country. Even though several NFL owners have come out publicly in support of their NFL players protesting the national anthem, none have come out in support of Kaepernick. It remains to be seen what will come of this grievance, although it is our belief that he should be starting or at the very least backing up another NFL quarterback on one of the 32 teams in this league. In a related article posted on Today.com entitled, Children Taking a Knee to Protest in School, What Are Their Rights? An interesting article discussing the ramifications that students have faced from teachers, principals, and other school administrators who have forced them to stand during the Pledge of Allegiance. One such boy's mother, Eugenia McDowell, received a 
text from her six-year-old son's first grade teacher that begged the question, what rights to free speech do children really have in their school classrooms or on the school sports fields? I just wanted to let you know that this morning, this is the, the teacher talking. I just wanted to let you know that this morning when it was time to do the Pledge of Allegiance, your son went down on one knee. The teacher wrote, I knew where he had seen it, but I did tell him that in the classroom, we are learning what it means to be a good citizen. We're learning about respecting the United States of America and our country symbols and showing loyalty and patriotism and that we're standing for the Pledge of Allegiance. This mother was appalled by the teacher's insistence on her son standing for the Pledge of Allegiance. School officials in Florida have confirmed that the laws of the state and school board policy clearly indicate that no student shall be compelled or required to participate in reciting the Pledge of Allegiance or in standing or placing their hands over, the, over their hearts during it. Congrats to young Mr. McDowell for taking a stand by taking a knee for justice. Well, we want to conclude our current events segment with a very special interview we had with Anthony White, president and director of the Detroit Youth Choir. This is a nonprofit organization for young people that's been around for 20 years, and they have an amazing opportunity that we wanted to let you know about. Listen up. The Detroit Youth Choir is a nonprofit organization right here in the city of Detroit. Uh, we service young people between the age of 8 and 18 in the performing arts. We, uh, we do music education. We do uh, learning, a lot of learning by rope. We also we also do a lot of um, you know hands on and uh, acting, dance, and performing. And what is your role uh, with the Detroit Youth Choir? My role is uh, well, I'm the uh, artistic director and president of the organization. Tell us about some of the things that the Detroit Youth Choir has done. Well, the Detroit Youth Choir has traveled and staged concerts. Uh, throughout the East Coast. Uh, we even traveled over to Toronto, Canada uh, a few times to put on concerts with our sister choir, uh, the Toronto Children's Choir. And uh, we ourselves, we stage two concerts a year right here in the city of Detroit to give our families and friends an opportunity to see us before you have a you have a big opportunity coming up. Tell our listeners about that. Yes, uh, the Detroit Youth Choir has uh, been called upon to audition for America's Got Talent. Uh, this is our first time actually auditioning for something this big, and uh, I thank God that it's happening right now in our in our twenty first year of existence. And so. You're going to need funds for this trip, right? Yes, sir. We're going to need approximately $5,000 uh, to, uh, to add, uh, to help us uh, with lodging and also transportation for this trip. Tell us how our listeners can help you reach that goal. You can go to our website, DetroitYouthChoir.com. O-R-G, um, and 
click our donate to DYC button and you can find a way to donate. We do have we also have a GoFundMe page on that page as well. How much have you raised so far? Just under three hundred dollars. Well, Anthony, that sounds like an amazing opportunity. And the Thinking Out Loud radio show and its listeners are going to do our very best to help you reach that goal. Remember, if you want to donate towards this worthwhile cause, just go to DetroitYouthChoir.org and make your donation today. Well, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going right into our interview with State Representative Sherry Gay Dagnago. Don't touch that dial. Don't go anywhere. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked. Keep it locked. Keep it locked. It's their birthday and need a gift for that special someone. Then call KCN Designs and sit back and smile. KCN Designs specialize in custom-made all-occasion baskets that are sure to make that special someone smile. Call KCN Designs today at 248-820-3691 and order your custom basket today. Looking for a professional tax and bookkeeping service? Then look no further than Consumer Tax Clinic. This is a full-service preparation and bookkeeping service that prides itself on great customer service, professionalism, and getting results. Have tax returns that still need to be filed or getting audited or having issues with IRS? Call Consumer Tax Clinic today at 248-395-0079. That's 248-395-0079. Consumer Tax Clinic. A tax service designed with you in mind. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. We like to welcome to the third Meet the Candidates edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show, State Representative Sherry Dagnago. Thank you so much for having me on. Now, Sherry, you are a second-term state representative over the 8th District serving Northwest Detroit. What inspired you to get into politics? Uh, well, I mean, wanting a, a desire for change. Um, I'm a former teacher, uh, always an educator realizing that um, policy changes with respect to uh, uh, our schools, uh, which is the greatest equalizer, occurs at the state and federal level. So uh, that was the impetus for my run. Um, I served as a staffer to two city council members, Alberta Tinsley Salabi and Clyde Cleveland, uh, respectively, for a little over nine years. Although this is not an election year for you, uh, you'll be up for re-election in the year 2018, but you're still active in your community, educating your constituents about legislation and other things and projects that you're working on in Lansing. Tell us about that. Basically, it's up, uh, the 
issue of, of trying to advance affordable insurance uh, in the city of Detroit. Uh, unfortunately, through the state, uh, Michigan has the highest, uh, one of the highest rates of insurance in the country. And uh, Detroit, unfortunately, especially 4227, is the highest in the nation. So uh, affordable auto insurance is very, very important. Uh, there have been bills that have been put forward uh, by the mayor, a bill, I should say, House Bill 5013. Uh, however, um, the bill is problematic because there is territorial rating in statute uh, that would preclude Detroit from, uh, from, from realizing any savings. Mm. Would you agree that politics and politicians have gotten us in the shape that we're in? Well, uh, um, that's, that's that's like a two, three prong question. So to mm-hmm. simply say, uh, to simply say that politicians have gotten us to where we are, uh, I would say yes and no. I would say a disengaged populace have gotten us to where we are. Uh, People are responsible or should be responsible for understanding what's going on in their community, for being engaged. Um, you talked about the clerk coming on. We have, mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately, a number of people who are not engaged in the process and understand the importance of participating in the election process, uh, being educated at an early age uh, uh, and, mo- and, you know, motivated to participate in the process itself. Uh, a few select people are making decisions for, you know, an entire community, and that's not uh, the way uh, that our um, election process should be, um, should work. So, mm-hmm. so it takes, it requires uh, folks getting engaged, understanding the issues, knowing the candidates, and not just relying on name recognition, but also programs that, that actually engage uh, our, our community and residents so they understand the power of their vote. You know, if you did not have a stacked legislature, governor's office, Supreme Court with all Republicans, you know, we would see some relief in urban communities. But because we've been lackadaisical, I should say, uh, in our role and responsibility as citizens, we get what we... Uh, what, what we uh, ask for by not participating. So I can't blame all of that um, on politicians. Um, mm-hmm. I will say, though, who have an agenda, an ulterior agenda, in many instances, have been able to, because of uh, term limits, uh, uh, funding, improper campaign funding, uh, you know, dark money, you know, have been able to forward their agenda and control, in many instances, the outcome of elections, you know, but the power of the people, when we had less, we were able to get more because we were more organized. We were organized around uh, a commitment to social injustice uh, and uh, impact, things that impact urban communities. I don't, I don't see... Uh, I don't see our communities engaged the way they should be. At one time, our churches were the epicenter of this work. Many of them mm-hmm. have transformed and morphed into other institutions or their focus, I should say. Uh, so it's, it's much bigger 
than one factor of why we are where we are today. Uh, so, uh, much longer dialogue. We could get into and probably have a show just mm -hmm. on that topic. Right, uh, but people right. do need to be more engaged and involved in the political process so they understand and not just listen to uh, one person as the savior, per se, uh, to fix their problems in their community, because that's not going to happen. Everybody needs to, uh, everybody won't be an expert, but folks should be involved. So, Sherry, why don't you believe that uh, citizens are not civically engaged? I believe for me, it is because politicians uh, have not lived up to their campaign promises. Uh, they've been involved in scandal. Uh, they, you know, uh, have done some shady deals. You know, things like that have caused people to lose faith and confidence in the system. And because of that, they have become disengaged in the electoral process. Do you agree with that? Yes and no. I mean, I, I think that, you know, you have people who do wrong, but you also have people who do right. I think that's an excuse to not being involved. Yeah, there's some things that are disappointing um, in the political sphere. Uh, but again, I mean, the responsibility of a person taking the role of being involved in their block club, uh, mm -hmm. being involved in their community group, Folks want somebody else to do the work for them. I mean, I'm out here fighting. I'm a member of a church for years. I have a faith foundation. But I look at the number of people even from church that will mm -hmm. get involved, help, send a $10 or $20 check. It takes more than prayer and talking about something to fix problems. And most people don't want to uh, take on the responsibility. They think it belongs to someone else. So... I can't completely embrace that um, as a total answer. Uh, I say we all share responsibility to look at ourselves and say either we are part of the problem or we're part of the solution. How do you get voters re-engaged in the political process? Uh, you saw from our former president uh, the level of inspiration that, that he had for our nation and, you know, leaving the country, more people turned out in the voting process with mm -hmm. him, you know, it was historical, the people that he got out, first-time voters and the like. Um, I think people have to see and hear uh, themselves and candidates. I think that we have to have people who uh, understand the importance of not only the city clerk, but the Wayne Court office and start educating our young people early. We need to put civics back in our school because if you walk and talk to your average person on the street um, about the levels of government, most people couldn't articulate, uh, you know, the various branches that exist, you know, knowing our legislature from our executive branch, from our, you know, legislative branch to our judicial branch. So, I mean, it's, it's a, we have a, an absence of, of knowledge that has been, unfortunately, uh, maybe some unintended consequences of cuts, uh, but civic civic engagement is predicated on people's understanding of civics uh, and how it impacts them. So mm -hmm. we all have responsibility. I always go back to education. That is the key uh, for really uh, getting people more involved, them knowing uh, how ultimately this impacts me. And again, that starts to me 
in the K-12 system. I agree with most of what you're saying, and and um, I understand what you're saying. But I'm going to give you a perfect example of what I'm talking about. I remember uh, when Michigan became a right-to-work state, and I was out in Lansing at a rally, had to be three or 4,000 people there. And I believe then that if Michigan did become a right-to-work state, that would be the death nail for Governor Snyder. And if the election was held the following day, that he would lose. But we know how everything went. Michigan became a right-to-work state, and Governor Snyder was reelected. Go figure. So I want you to speak to uh, the amnesia, it seems, that voters seem to have when it comes to moments like this, when the election cycle is not the very next day after Michigan becomes a right-to-work state, but rather months and maybe even a year away. Uh, speak to that and give us your thoughts on why uh, people seem to uh, forget why it's important to vote. So, so, Brianna, so most people have a very short uh, memory. Uh, right. And in the age of social media, news stories ongoing, folks, you know, really forget really quickly and move on to the next thing. Like today, uh, I'm headed to meet with the governor regarding comment uh, or a post that came from the state trooper with respect to uh, the NFL protest, but we also, you know, you got community that gets outraged on, you know, not to say that it's not justified, uh, but you get folks that get outraged uh, uh, about a Facebook post that shows cultural insensitivity, cultural ignorance, uh, but you also uh, now today we have a bigger issue. We got. I, I posted today. Did, did folks forget the Flint water crisis? We right. have discrepancies in the governor's testimony. Uh, you know that's really problematic before Congress. So we uh, again, this the society that we're in right now. Short term memory. Folks really not understanding or following the story. Um, there, there's not, there's not an always balance between work, uh, maybe their, their responsibility to their home, the, you know, the civic engagement component, as well as any other organization or faith institutions that they might be a part of. And so, uh, again, at one time, you, you had, uh, the leadership of a number of our ecumenical communities that would kind of keep these issues before the people and that setting, I mean, folks, um, unfortunately, in, on a number of instances, don't make themselves a committee of one. So it requires a form of leadership that would expound on these issues. And so as we uh, navigated away from that model, you have less engaged or people that are aware of the issues that are before. So uh, I agree, and it impacts. It impacts voter turnout or the lack thereof uh, because people are not aware of what's going on. So uh, the issues continue. Uh, the harvest is right, but the laborers are few. 
Representative Dagnagel, what are some of the things that you're doing to uh, engage the constituents of District 8? Thank you. So, I, you know, I send out ongoing communication in addition to social media where 70% of the people are uh, on some form of social media. That, so that is a great captive audience that we have there. But there are some people who are old school who love to still get mail, so sending out newsletters. There are people that want to uh, talk about issues in, in person. And so once a month, I hold a coffee hour on every first Friday, and it moved around my district so that people could come and share their concerns, issues, uh, requests or complaints in person, uh, and then having town halls and legislative updates. Uh, we will be having a legislative update to address uh, the insurance issue that is before us uh, that we'll probably vote on this Thursday out of committee and then it will come to the House uh, next week. So you got to give people the information and, and share it with them. I, I also use social media a lot. I go live because mm -hmm. I realize that everybody's not going to come to a town hall. Everybody's not going to read the newsletter. And so you have to meet people where they are. And with social media, uh, people uh, love sound bites. They love quick delivery right at their fingertips, at their phones. And so if you can master the use of uh, social media to capture and share information with them in that setting, uh, you have more people um, who are involved and who are aware or made aware of the issues that are before us. We'd like to thank State Representative Sherry Gay Dagnagel once again for joining us for our third Meet the Candidates edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. Helen Keller once said, The only thing worse than being blind is having sight but no vision. What a truly profound and compelling statement. Our book entitled Vision is strategically designed to give you the tools you need to see yourself and your future in a whole new way. Vision, coming soon. Visit michaelnemis.org for more details. Looking for a professional tax and bookkeeping service? Then look no further than Consumer Tax Connect. This is a full-service preparation and bookkeeping service that prides itself on great customer service, professionalism, and getting results. Have tax returns that still need to be filed or getting audited or having issues with IRS? Call Consumer Tax Clinic today at 248-395-0079. That's 248-395-0079. Consumer Tax Clinic, a tax service designed with you in mind. It's the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. We'll be right back. It's the Thinking Out Loud Radio 
Well, we're back, and we hope you enjoyed our interview with State Representative Sherry Gay Dagnago, and we truly appreciate her being on uh, this edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We appreciate her and her comments, and um, we thank her for being on the show during the month of October for the Meet the Candidates segment. But we're going to get right into our question of the week. Do you see the NFL protests that have been taking place, uh, you know, with NFL players taking a knee, the NFL owners' comments about players standing and not send, and not standing, ultimately ending, yielding any of its expressed objectives, which is real changes in the criminal justice system as it relates to uh, police Brutality amongst African Americans as well as other minority injustices in this country. This is our question of the week, and it seems to be a story that is continuing to gain traction and momentum each week. It began with NFL quarterback Colin Kaepernick sitting and even taking a knee during the national anthem while playing for the San Francisco 49ers. His reasoning behind taking a knee was to bring attention to the growing problem of police brutality in the African-American community in particular. And we talked about this in one of our earlier shows, I believe it was the second or third one, titled The Miseducation of Colin Kaepernick. We highly recommend you go back and listen to that podcast. It's gotten a lot of hits so far, um, and it's one that I'm sure uh, you're going to you're going to really enjoy. Uh, please, if you listen to it, make sure you leave us a comment, leave us some feedback, and let us know what your thoughts are on that particular show. But again, he did this to shed some light and attention on the problem of police brutality in the African-American community, as well as uh, bring attention to other minority injustices that are going on in this country. And what has happened as a result is a growing groundswell of attention that has been brought to the NFL because now other players have joined in the protest and have begun taking a knee during the national anthem. Some in a show of solidarity with Colin Kaepernick and others in defiance of President Trump and his comments about the NFL and its players. What's interesting is that these protests are not just limited to the NFL and its players, but there are protests that are going on in other professional sports leagues and even taking place in other areas around this country, in the halls of Congress and even in classrooms across the country. Politicians and even pupils in classrooms are taking a knee to let the powers that be know that it's time, as Dr. King once said, for America to be true to what is said on paper. The right to protest is a fundamental and inalienable right afforded to all Americans endowed upon us by the Creator. Thomas Jefferson spoke of this in the preamble of the Constitution of the United States. The freedom of speech and the right to protest should not be infringed upon by the government. But today it seems that we're inching closer and closer to this happening right before our very eyes. Some might say that it began when President Trump began using the phrase fake news. This in some ways begins to chip away at the credibility of the media. 
The freedom of the press is another right that should not be infringed upon, especially by the president of the United States. He, of all people, should understand as a representative of the free world the importance of the freedom of the press and their right to report freely and indiscriminately in every way, shape, and form. But there appears to be something else going on, I believe, in all of this and inevitability of these types of protests, but definitely an important enough issue that requires our time and attention. And that is the ever-present matter of race. In fact, I recently read a great article in the Washington Post by Karen Ataya entitled, Jerry Jones saying players will stand is really about keeping black people in their place. Hmm. Definitely a great article and one that bears mentioning. You would think that once you have amassed a certain level of success, regardless of ethnicity, you would transcend matters of race or delicacies of race that just wouldn't have you just wouldn't have to deal with because you are simply on a different financial plateau. Not so. What Karen Attire's article discusses in her in 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 no uncertain terms is no matter how rich you become you're going to have to deal with matters of race on some level and these multi-million dollar athletes who have fought and played their way into the NFL the pinnacle of their professional stratosphere and money doesn't seem to rid them of their racial baggage but some might even say it adds to it Here you have an NFL owner in the person of Jerry Jones who, in seeming gesture of unity and solidarity with his players, takes a knee before the flag's presentation and the playing of the national anthem. But the team then stands together during the subsequent playing of the national anthem and the presentation of the flag. But later tweets out that his players will stand during the national anthem or they won't play. So now we can truly see how disingenuous this gesture was and ultimately served no real purpose but just another look at me moment for this pompous and cantankerous owner, Jerry Jones. How sad. Remember, we're not live during tonight's show, but uh, you still can post your comments about tonight's show and the player posts on our Thinking Out Loud radio show fan page or go to our website, michaelnimmons.org, and click on the TOL radio show link and select today's show title, Meet the Candidates, featuring State Representative Sherry Dagnago. And be sure to leave a comment about tonight's show. It's that simple. That's right. We love to hear from you. We want to get your thoughts and feedback on tonight's question of the week. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to get more into our discussion of our question of the week. Don't go anywhere. Don't touch that dial. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked. Keep it locked. Keep it locked. It's their birthday. And need a great present for that special someone? Call KCN Designs and sit back and smile. KCN Designs specializes in all occasion custom baskets that are sure to make that special someone smile. 
Call KCN Designs at 248-820-3691 and order your custom basket today. Helen Keller once said, The only thing worse than being blind is having sight but no vision. What a truly profound and compelling statement. Our book entitled Vision is strategically designed to give you the tools you need to see yourself and your future in a whole new way. Vision, coming soon. Visit michaelnemons.org for more details. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We're back and we are continuing our discussion regarding our question of the week. Do you see the NFL protests that are taking place? Um, you know, NFL players taking a knee, the NFL owners' comments about players standing and not standing, ultimately ending up yielding any of its ex- expressed objectives, which are uh, real changes in the criminal justice system as it relates to this problem of police brutality in the African American community, as well as shining and 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 giving attention to other minority injustices in this country. Do you see um, these NFL protests yielding these kinds of objectives? I believe at the very heart of this question really is, do you think that these protests are going to bring bring about the changes that they're supposedly designed to seek? Do you think that we're going to see a decrease in police brutality in the African-American community because Colin Kaepernick decided to take a knee during the national anthem? You know, do, do you think that that we're going to, to see a, a real changes in the criminal justice system because Marshawn Lynch, Michael Bender, and the other NFL players took a knee during the national anthem? Do you think that these protests are going to yield the the type of measurable results in 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 the African American community across the country that would make these types of protests in my mind worth it in the long run? What do you think? I'm interested to in know what your thoughts are. Post them on our Facebook fan page or go to michaelnemons.org, click the TOL radio show link there and select the title of tonight's show, uh, Meet the Candidates uh, featuring the State Representative Sherry Dagnago, and post your comments there for us. You know, these are some very serious questions that uh, we must answer, and they must be addressed in the midst of these protests and shows of solidarity and unity. Do we believe that we're going to see a reduction in the criminal behavior shown by police officers engaged in brute force imposed upon blacks and other minorities? I ask this question because I'm interested in how all of this is going to end. I really am. I really am very interested in how all of this is going to come to a conclusion or if it's going to come to one at all. The the analytical side of me wants to know if these kinds of protests are going to yield the results we're looking for and 
and not just that, but how is it really going to end? Another interesting question that Karen Ataya says in her article is that Dallas Cowboys owner Jerry Jones spoke with President Trump before issuing the fateful tweet about his player standing. And the president reminded Jerry Jones of the NFL policy for players to stand for the anthem. Sean King of the Interceptor, uh, according to Karen Ataya's article, reported on Twitter that Cowboys players will not test Jerry Jones and will indeed stand for the anthem. But that doesn't mean that this decision did not come with some great travail and controversy. I'm sure it did. I'm certain that the decision to stand was not met with immense opposition in the Dallas Cowboy locker room, as well as locker rooms across the NFL. I mean, not only did the Dallas Cowboy players see this tweet, but I'm sure other players from other teams in the league and even other players from other leagues saw this tweet as well and had their own interpretations of it, I'm sure. And maybe not just in the NFL. This ultimatum issued by Jerry Jones to me is a veiled racist threat, not just to his players, but to the 70% black players that make up this league of the NFL and, and, uh, and the same league that he's one of 32 owners. You know, what if all of the players of the Dallas Cowboys just collectively decided to take a knee together in defiance of their owner would Jerry have the gall to sit all of them and ultimately forfeit the game I wonder had they even considered this at all I wonder how do you all see this coming to an inevitable head it's obvious to me that the owners all have said some things in private amongst themselves about the NFL protests that are now being tested in the public square Maybe they thought Colin would end up being the only dissenter that they would have to worry about. And once we read the NFL of him and his rebellious propensities, then we could go back to this great American pastime that has made us so much money. They weren't counting on a movement like this that is slowly gaining more momentum. Momentum that is causing us to have this conversation in other sports leagues like Major League Baseball, the National Basketball Association. And as we're continuing to see it happen in other spheres of life across the country and even the world. I want to know what your thoughts are. Again, post them on our Facebook fan page. We're not live this week. Uh, as we normally are on our Facebook fan page streaming the show. But you can post your comments there or go to michaelnimmons.org and click on the TOL radio show link there. It will take you to our uh, radio show page and you can select the title Meet the Candidates featuring Sher Re State Representative Sherry Gay Dagnago. There you can post your comments on our show page regarding this edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Well, we're going to take our last break of the night. And when we come back, we're going to give you our thought of the week. Don't go anywhere. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked. Keep it locked. Keep it locked. Who told you that you were deficient? Who told you that you were nothing? Who told you 
that you were worthless who told you that you had no value purchase our book who told you that you were naked from our website michaelnimmons.org don't delay do it today also available on amazon for a professional tax and bookkeeping service, then look no further than Consumer Tax Clinic. This is a full-service preparation and bookkeeping service that prides itself on great customer service, professionalism, and getting results. Have tax returns that still need to be filed or getting audited or having issues with IRS? Call Consumer Tax Clinic today at 248-395-0079. That's 248-395-0079. Consumer Tax Clinic. A tax service designed with you in mind. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. It's time, 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 for the Thinking Out Loud radio show, Thought of the Week. Well, we're back, and our Thought of the Week comes from from Philippians, the fourth chapter and verse number eight, where it reads, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things, those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do, and the God of peace shall be with you this is our thought of the week one one of um, the primary objectives of this show is to encourage positive thinking as we end the show each week the mind is the most powerful muscle in our body but sometimes it is a muscle that tends to run on its lowest capacity Interestingly enough, we can get so much more out of our minds and thusly do much more out of ourselves if we if we were just to take the time to think positively. Bishop Charles Ellis preached a powerful message on this past Sunday entitled Think About It, which emphasizes the importance of us changing our mindset to ultimately change our lives. Paul, the writer of this book, is admonishing his readers to think on things that are lovely. Think on things that are pure. Think on things that are of, are just. Think on things that are of a good report. Paul, in this scripture, is telling us what we should spend our time thinking about and concentrating on and watch our outlook change. This is the rationale behind the show. We wanted to create something positive, motivational, informative that people could listen to while they're driving, while they're working, while they're working out or just meditating. Something of substance that challenges them to see themselves differently, to see things differently, to see life from a different perspective, a different vantage point. This is the true essence of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. It's a show designed to encourage and inspire positive thinking. 
Have you ever wondered why it is so much easier to think negatively than positively? I know you've heard it said before that it takes more muscles in your face to smile than to frown. So if all of this is true, then that it takes more energy and effort to think positively versus thinking negative thoughts, and it takes more effort to smile than to frown, why is that? Why is it much harder to do something positive versus something negative? Drum roll, please. The reward is so much greater. It's harder because it's worth it. It's harder but it's worth it. It takes more energy, but it's worth it. It takes more effort, but it's worth it. Anything worth having is going to take work to get it. Anything worth having is worth fighting for. Got good mental health is worth fighting for. Peace of mind is worth fighting for. A positive attitude is worth the extra effort to have. This week, challenge yourself to think positive versus negative thoughts and see how much better your week turns out. You owe it to yourself to give yourself the best opportunity to be your best. And the only way to do it is to change the way you think. Change your mindset. Change your life. I want to give a special thanks to State Representative Sherry Gay Dagnago for being on this edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Even though she is not up for re-election, I truly appreciate her being on to discuss some very important issues and legislation that uh, she's working on. We truly appreciate all the work that she is doing, not just for citizens in her district, which I believe is District 8 in Detroit, but all the citizens of the city of Detroit and even the state of Michigan. We truly appreciate her uh, representation and we are supporting her in her bid for re-election in 2018. If you want to get more information about State Representative uh, Sherry Gay Dagnago, go to housedems.com forward slash gay hyphen Dagnago, D-A-G-N-O-G-O. Also, remember to donate to the Detroit Youth Choir. They've been given an amazing opportunity to audition for America's Got Talent. And we've all seen this show. Wouldn't it be great for this choir to perform for a chance to win one million dollars go to their website detroityouthchoir.org today and make a donation so they can audition for america's got talent well until next time we truly appreciate you spending this hour with us we're going to be back next week with another power pack show just for you until next time we always remember if you If you think it, then you can believe it. If you believe it, then you'll see it. If you can see it, then you will be it. If you can be it, then you will achieve it. The power rests within you. The mind is the most powerful muscle in your body. Use what you got to get what you want. The power is in you. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show podcast. Be sure to support all of our show sponsors. If you like the show, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play Music, or tune in. 
Want to book Michael Nimmons for a speaking engagement, book signing, or corporate event? Send an email to contact at michaelnimmons.org. Be sure to follow the show on all of his social media accounts on Twitter at TOL Radio Show, on Instagram at The TOL Radio Show, and on our Facebook fan page at facebook.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud Radio. Are you an entrepreneur and want to advertise? Become a Thinking Out Loud Radio Show partner. Send an email to Thinking Out Loud Radio Show at gmail.com. We have some affordable advertising packages just for you. The Thinking Out Loud Radio Show, giving voice to issues that matter to you.